0: I'm not calling anybody names here, and maybe I'm calling that to myself. Maybe I'm not. Republic of Texas Radio, today is the last day on Earth. No, just kidding. It's the last day of 2023. You know, the other day, I um, tried to write 03 as the year date. Man, time gets distorted. Anyways, the official date is, well, December 31st, uh, 2023. That's, I guess it's official, at least in the Gregorian calendar. Ah, forget it. Hey, Alan, are you there?
1: Yeah, Merry Xmas to all and a happy Hanukkah, and um, everyone have a good Ramadan. Yes, I'm here, Steve. I I, I believe we're way beyond the lunatic fringe, Steve. We're in the middle of lunacy, if if not deep in the gut of
0: it you know perhaps the lunatics are all around us right and we're the ones that can actually see something real you know at a certain extent um, a lot of what you see in the world around us is a bunch of people that are well studying books about how to make money off the stock market right trying to you know get health advice from the government trying to do something you know i mean there's so many lies that are out there alan that you know I'm not the lunatic, right? There's reality, and there's what they're saying. So, hmm, it's not me.
1: That's all I'm saying. It's not me. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, it's like, um, actually, you know, you all heard me talk about I've got a cousin who is a movie producer out in Hollywood, you know. Well, uh, during the actors' strike, uh, producing kind of got scarce. So guess what? He started selling, I guess, gold and silver, and he doing pretty good at it. I don't even know I don't even know if he's gone back to producing. I haven't been able to talk to him. I don't know if he's gone back to producing now that the writer's the actor's strike is over.
0: Yeah, selling gold to the goyim—you know—that's a popular thing. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, alternate media sources. Um, that's one of the first things they do is they figure out who their gold-selling person is, and they each have a shtick. Some of them are good, some are really good, and some of them are are really shady. Alan, one time, um, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent because I got a few things that I want to cover today. Remember Chuck Smith and Crowley. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Chuck Smith Fix uh, Smith here in a few minutes. But remember the one time when we were going over to Austin to buy some gold and silver, Alan? You know, I think it was the second journey to Austin. And we pulled up and we were sitting in your car with BB, and we, it was cold and it was morning time. And we were just waiting for the store to open. And all of a sudden, this big old four by four honking thing pulls up and we're like what the heck because it's gaudy right it's a a pickup truck and it's got big wheels it's got really fancy tires and it's kind of dumb looking and um the guy's just sitting in the car and he's not our guy he's not the guy that sells sells uh silver and gold um but he's some guy right and he's parked it's just a strip mall right and um he's pulled up right in front of the gold and silver shop and you know our guy pulls in right our guy that's really funny it sounds like a clandestine thing but it well gold and silver you know do you have a gun (laughs) It can happen that way. Well, anyways, so he pulls up, our guy pulls up, the guy that was selling the silver and gold, and he was a pretty decent dealer, right, as far as, you know, how he sold and, you know, his prices and, you know, did he pay spot, spot plus what, you know, whatever. And this guy hops out of the 4x4. Alan, you got to remember it. And he starts trying to, well... Kits niasmatics at him. That was a fascinating conversation. As, you know, you remember that one, Alan?
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I I just thought it was so fascinating how he was like, well, you got to get into neasmatics That's where all the real money is. And it's like, oh my god, neasmatics Oh yeah, what is that? Oh, this little silver dollar only costs you, you know, two thousand five hundred dollars. Why is that, you say? Well, because it has a tonto on the front. Oh my god, a tonto on the front. Uh yeah, and some Dingleberries too. You know, um that's not my kind well, well, of well, silver. Well, Steve, well,
1: Steve, you, know, you know you know the numismatics, that's real money. You know, if if they ban, you know, whole, having any kind of gold or silver bullion again, then well they didn't ban numismatics last time, so they won't do it this time and it's like,
0: <laughs> are you kidding me? yeah i don't know i had a a a good thing i had a lot of things happen to me yesterday alan um one thing was driving down the road i saw a box in the middle of the road right a little cardboard box it was just uh sitting there i almost hit it right and so i go ah shoot okay pull over walk out and i grab this cardboard box to pull it off to the side of the road so, so nobody else hits it right you know i get tired of um Well, just move along, you know, leave the box in the middle of the road. So this time I pulled the box out, and what's in it, um, there was a few books um, about how to make money in the stock market, and a whole bag of coins, right, Um, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, and uh, a bunch of coins that were just spilled all over the place, and and three one-ounce silver rounds. And I'm like going, oh, crap, that's great. I just got paid for getting a cardboard box off the the middle of it. And I'm like, okay, here you go, Steve. You should return it. That's not yours. And so I'm like, okay, well, why should you return it? My stuff has actually been lost that way too, right? So maybe this is the way of the universe or God giving back to me. Uh, what is that? A defective programming in your brain that doesn't take the blessing and just, you know, says, well, I got to give it back. Was that programmed into us or, or what? I'm not too sure, but I looked through all the stuff and there was no name, address, no nothing. So I went ahead and I took the silver and the coins and um, headed on my way and said, poor guy with the box. But at least I questioned myself and I don't know. You know, I've returned many a wallet in my time, and but you know, the question is, what has that gotten me? And uh, well, I guess there wasn't. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's just weird. How much of that stuff can you handle, Alan? You know. Um, hmm. But yeah. that's kind of a distracted. Go ahead.
1: Well, that, that's kind of like um when I when I, I I took mom to the to a clinic, you know, a week or more back, and and um, you know, we were sitting in the office there where everyone sits and fills out their endless forms and um I look, I look over i look over their little side table over there and there's a wallet laying there so i pick it up and take it up and tap on the glass and you know the little girl slides the door open and she says yes and I, I said i just found this laying over here i said i it's not mine i'm sure it belongs to someone and and yeah. all the other guys sitting in there said um i think that guy just he's back there in the offices right now so i said well here he, he probably wants this again you know he. Probably pulled it out, you know, to pull out out his ID and his, um, you know, his insurance card and everything else and uh, laid it down and forgot it. And, uh, you know, I I looked over at the guy that told me that, and I I said, um, I I said, yeah, I said, you know, I guess it's kind of a good thing. I said, I'm still an honest person. That's kind of, you know, it's good in today's world, I know. Got to talking with him, you know, and and he actually um, lived out close to where my uncle did. And I said, oh, yeah, all those fields, Albert, I said, yeah, I I used to sit on a John Deere you know, a 720 tractor, a Pop and Johnny, you know, and um, plow fields all day long, mm-hmm. and it ends, ends up, you know, his 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 uncle was, you know, one of my uncle's relatives, and you know, and helped my uncle out and stuff, you know. So I actually got to talk to a, a, a local guy who still remembers what the old world was, but you know, you know it's a, so you got a little Christmas present. I mean, what what were you going to do, Steve? No. Sit sit there on the side of the road with the box until the guy drove back along where he, where he might have lost it.
0: I mean, no, I, I, I don't, for... I don't know, but one of the, it's just a thought, right? You know, it's like, oh, well, whose is this, right? And you know, uh, what am I going to do? You know, I don't know. I used to, I used to find stuff all the time, Alan. When I was on uh, bicycle, Steve, when I first met you, and I rode around town, you know, on the side of the road. There, I had one particular stretch of road that I called Contractors Loop because the contractors would put stuff in the back of their vehicle. And you know, drive around this curve, and it would by gravity, it would fly right out of their truck or whatever. And so I'd go real slow through contractors' loops so I could pick up all the screwdrivers, nails, fasteners, tape measurers, whatnot that they left you know uh, loose in the back of their vehicles. But you know, there was no way. I, I don't know. It was just I. I I've been having a hard time, and this is really a great lead-in uh, to this this conversation, uh, Chuck. You know, our friend out in Crowley, Texas. You know, um, I've been doing stuff with uh, Chuck since uh, two thousand eleven. 2012, when I first heard about him uh, from a friend of ours here in town, Nancy Battle, she told us about this crazy guy that was harassing the um, city council out in Crowley because the city council were harassing him about his chickens, right? They were sitting there saying you can't have... A rooster you can't have more than four chickens and he was saying well screw you (laughs) i'm gonna get more you know it was was pretty funny and she said you should talk to this guy and you know we we managed to play together for for many years right you know and it was good and and so forth well he got out of the um well uh, uh i don't know game is it a game you know, what we do every week here, you know, come to you to talk about what's going on in the world. The doom that's around the corner, the hope. Is there hope? Hmm. Yeah, I guess there's some, but it's probably not the kind of hope that you want. Um, well, maybe it is. I don't know. I really don't. It, 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 but it, 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 it's, it's a very insidious drug, yes. <laughs> insidious drug.
1: Define that. How do you mean? Um, if, if all you live on is hope. And it's like, you know, we're going to vote someone in, and they're going to come and save us. They're going to swing through a tree on the back of an orangutan, and the orange man's going to save us. Uh, that's hope. Mm. That's living on hope. You know?
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The hope for me is the end is nigh. The end is near. Right? You know, it's the end of the, the year, of course. Right? We've got problems over here and problems over there and problems at home. And, you know, my God, they keep building up. You know, back in 2020, or I'm sorry, 2012, you know, 2011, you know, I could see him. heck, I ran away from uh, California in 2006, 2007, you know, because, well, the whole economy was crashing. And I thought it was soon then. And now I look at it and I go, oh, crap. But anyways, I was kind of talking about Chuck. Last week, he called me up. And he's trying to get back in the fight, right? I'm going to get back on to what I'm going to get on to, social media platform. I'm going to create a new website, and we're going to do start doing shows, and we're going to get really good hosts. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, to, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. He says, man, but I have this one problem. And I go, what's that? He says, I got this new computer and windows 10. I don't know anything about it. I'm a windows seven kind of guy and I can't even use this damn thing. It looks like a brand new something. And I don't, I don't know and i go Oh yeah he says well I've, I've lost all my files and i go no he they microsoft just took them home and he goes what <laughs> i go yeah man new operating system it's designed to bring all your files back to the mothership because why would you want to save them onto your local machine when you could store them over at microsoft's home site you know isn't that better you know where well, your files belong in their place that's great someday they'll start charging you for them too actually they'll charge you today but anyways so i told him a little bit about that and he just got really upset and then he reminded me well he didn't remind me he told me for the first time he says you know what steve (laughs) i go what's that chuck and he goes you know why i don't listen to your show and i go well perhaps it's eight o'clock on sunday morning and you don't wake up at eight o'clock at sunday morning he says no He says, because you're too nice. I go, really? I'm too nice. That's great. I don't know, Chuck. I don't agree with you that way, right? Because there might be some angle or some aspect of me that is uh, nice, right? And I, I, I am, and I'm tolerant, I guess, you know, but I'm not. And so I spent the last week, week and a half, kind of going over that. Steve, are you too nice? What is too nice, Steve? And I go, yeah. Would you throw away your blessings? Like the silver, right? You know, I'm sitting there with the thing. Oh, I got to get back to its owner. And that's my first thought and second thought and third thought. The fourth thought is... Well, why can't you take the blessing of God or the universe or however you want to team that, right? Well, obviously, you know, I didn't get the option to call this guy and say, here's your silverback, dude, right? You know, it was never the full challenge, but the thought was there. But I think you can be too nice and not take in any blessings, but I definitely don't feel that I'm too nice. Do you think I'm too nice, Alan? You've seen no, Steve,
1: in, in in a world where everyone has been taught and trained to rape, pillage, because you you, you better expect to be lied to, cheated, and stolen from. So you, <laughs> bad, you, you don't feel don't feel bad about lying, cheating, and stealing to everyone you come in contact with. No, Steve, in that world, yeah, you I, are too I, nice. You know. And, 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 and speaking of hmm. Chuck, you know, last time Chuck called me. Uh, he was trying to call you, and somehow he dialed my number. So I talked with Chuck for a while, and and, and Chuck was telling me, "It's oh, you got to go out and stand on an overpass and hang bangers, you know, hang banners and do this and do that, and you we got to right. work for the elections." And I was like, uh, and, and and he kept harping and harping, and I finally I told him, I, I said Chuck, I said, if if you're going to sit here and try to guilt me into doing what you think is right. I, I said, I said, you know, screw you. You know, this conversation is going to end right now. You son of a bitch. You know, and I, and uh, and, and he goes, <laughs> oh no, wait, 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 wait. No, I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm like, well, that's pretty much what you were said. You you were said. you were right? trying to make me feel guilty for, not for not right? believing in what you think is right. You know, and I, I said no. I said I, I
0: think that's freaking pointless. You know, And uh Yeah but he enjoys that running around the social media um sites right the the gabs the mewees the whatever um and telling them hey you should do this or that and try to correct their stinking thinking right cuz you know literally uh, chuck and i have share a lot of the same opinions about a lot of things except well maybe what can be done? Uh, rabble-rousing to me, it seems, I don't know. You know uh, one of the things that people are trying to rabble rouse me to do, and maybe they're trying to get everybody else, all the other rabble, to get around um, immigration. You know, yesterday, um, Stephen Douglas Whitener started talking about uh, uh, his escapades in 2000 five and oh, what was that called did you happen to catch that show alan um no i wasn't in town that, that early I, I missed the it. minute man hey hey, hey, hey steve i, I do want to say Stephen whitener hey
1: if you're listening out there you know everyone expects that you know it's like he, he called and left a message you know saying you know because i, I guess you he heard the last part of the show last week you know and um and you know he, he calls today you know hope your mom's doing all right and every everyone expects everyone else to have caller id i don't you know so, Stephen next time you call uh leave me your phone number I'd like to talk with you sometime but
0: and we'll go let's do the and, uh, music uh, yes. <laughs> we'll yeah. be right back public of Texas radio that <laughs>
3: home
4: Attention, freedom-loving patriots. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our Founding Fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom. Our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds. Empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com.
5: My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in you have to try ours it's fresh roasted it's one of the best beans that we can get and you will definitely see the difference
0: visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code repub10 that's
6: repub10
0: Get, what is that, Sam? That sounds like it's from heavy metal. Um, Radar Rider. All right. Yeah, it, it, it rings a bell and so forth. It's like everything rings a bell nowadays. Well, no, some music is not music. And so, well, I digress. Hey, before the break, we were talking about Stephen Douglas Whitener and his show yesterday on Thought Crime uh, Live. Um, he was—he's talking about a subject that's been kind of heading towards my ear quite a bit, and um, I throw up my hands when we get there. Back in 2005, uh, Stephen Douglas Whitener was part of the the Minuteman Project. Uh, that was a, a bunch of regular people that went out to the border uh, in Arizona and tried to keep people from crossing illegally uh it was a very interesting thing and a very timely event that was happening but it didn't carry on for long enough and now well now we're where we are today and where we are today is we've got a lot of people uh fox news you know uh MSNBC, all these people that are talking about immigrants and all this other crap. You know, illegal aliens that are here, right? There's always been illegal aliens and people that overstayed their visas. And there are people that are crossing just because, but nowadays, they cross for all the benefits and to better their lives. They leave their countries or they come over for nefarious purposes. We don't know. So here we are. Right. I got a call from my sister. Right. And she calls me up and said, Steve, I've got these two videos. You want me to send you them? And I go, what? And she goes, well, it's about the border. You know, they're all like middle aged men or I'm sorry, <laughs> army aged men. And, you know, they're Chinese and they're um whatever uh, Palestinian and this and that and then they've got guns and they're given money and then they're put up by our government and they're going to turn on us and they're going to kill us so well okay uh nah i don't i don't really want that you know um they might be they sure might be we've been hearing this stuff for for years and nobody cares Right? Maybe it's just the, the, the fact like Chuck, Chuck Smith, fix Chuck. He sits there and he's, he wants these people to care so much, but they don't. They, they, they don't want to hear it. And now it's being echoed by, you know, I heard this one thing early, was it yesterday? And it says, well, we shouldn't all, we should all try to get along and we shouldn't be fighting each other. You know, and I'm going, okay, well, it depends. You know, when we sit there and talk about uh, folks like Alex Jones or Steve Bannon, right? And I know they're pretty much the same damn thing, right? Um, it, These folks are steering you in the wrong direction. Maybe I'm steering you in the wrong direction by telling you that it's hopeless. The the, the amount of illegal aliens has already crossed, and there's only one way to get it out. You know, only one way to get them out. This place has to turn into a cesspit, and they need to be running and screaming out. You're not going to round them up. You're not going to somehow sort them right? Um, Alan, I was telling you this, there's this one guy, and I can't find that damn article, so I won't put a name to it. But this one guy wrote an article about how he had a clandestine meeting with, you know, law enforcement agencies in Texas. And um, they told him how they were going to get all the illegals out of Texas now that it's illegal to be illegal in Texas. What? That's crazy. So what they're going to do, is they're going to pull over all these cars and check and see if they have any ID. And if they don't have any ID, then they must be illegal. And then they're going to haul them away as you. And I'm like, oh, my God, is anybody listening to this douchebag? And I don't know, Alan. That kind of of
1: sounds like um, I remember uh, uh, outside just across the border from Arkansas, where I lived at in Fort Smith, in a little place called Roland, Oklahoma. They, they, They were actually... They were pulling people over, and you know, the cops were pulling people over. And if they couldn't find anything, they would hand them this little good driving certificate. Oh, we just yeah. pulled you over because you're a good driver, you know. And 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 uh, and, uh, and enough people back then had brains to say, wait a minute, that that they're, they're just looking for a reason to be able to pull anyone over for no reason at all. And if, if they can't find anything, they'll give them a good driving certificate. I mean. You know,
0: <laughs> It's just insanity. I know. Hey, you're a good driver, Republic of Texas Radio. We'll be right back.
7: truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth.
2: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product and I'm grateful that it is available. To order, call one eight eight two two or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E dot com. Extend your life
8: with Extend
6: Here's some interesting news. Want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers 3d bunkers uses polymer concrete which is five times stronger than regular cement youtube 3d and watch the video the creators of 3d bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world and we need to protect our way of life without living in fear contact brad at 3d for more details or visit 3d
0: Telling you this, but we're doing some secret squirrel stuff behind the scenes. That's why we played a little bit extra music for you. You know, this is a special New Year's Day, 24 hours, or however many hours it takes to get through New Year's Day. And there's some exciting things coming up for Republic Broadcasting we are raising money but hey check this out i can't tell you this but i'm gonna anyways you know there's a special drawing raffle thingy that's going to be going up on the website pretty dang soon mike gaddy are you out there the mothership was trying to contact you so call uh, republicbroadcasting.org you know Republic Broadcasting. Just give them a call, because they're calling for you, because you're involved in it, and uh, we'll see. We'll get a hold of him pretty quick, but I can't give you any details yet, because, uh, well, uh, everything's changing. Everything's kind of like moving around and so forth. We're going to be merging the show with uh, with Dave Kopech here in a little bit, and Andy, uh, Andy Wilson from Fredericksburg. <laughs> He's on the line. I heard him laughing. Hey, Andy, good morning.
9: Oh, hey, gentlemen. A Great show so far. I, you know, I'm one of those guys who don't have idea if I get stopped, where are they going to deport me? Do I get a free trip to Italy or Spain or wherever I'm supposedly I, from? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Alan? Uh, I, I don't know, Andy. Uh,
1: I don't know your background. You might get a European vacation if you get stopped and, and pulled in.
9: <laughs> <laughs> They'll do a it, DNA test. <laughs> yeah, you also, yeah, also talking about yeah. You were also talking about Stephen uh, yesterday. He did a pretty good show. He had a guy on there, and he brought yeah. us a situation. As of tomorrow, as of tomorrow, T-Mobile is going to start charging you for sending disinformation via your texts, <laughs> via <laughs> what your search <laughs> patterns are, or what you write down, and so They're going to charge you for disinformation. Like, I, I can't wait to see how this comes out.
1: And, 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 oh my. and, and er, 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 everyone needs to get on their knees right now and bow to the A.I.
9: Oh, A.I. Oh, great God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, Denise went a little bit further and stuff. She said we need to have a war on these uh, these phones. And, you know, I can't agree with her anymore. I mean, I'm with Alan on this one. It, it, but but if, right now, everybody's so addicted to it. If you took their phones away, the show's over. We'll 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 just see a bunch of crybabies running through the street. We'll see that summer I love will be uh, uh, completely uh, thrown to the curb compared to what we'll see with that.
0: Mm. I don't know. I think the the
9: the, the, the highways would be the
1: highways would be hell because they wouldn't. Everyone wouldn't have have their smart their phone telling them turn left now, turn left now. You know, um, people, people walking down the street bumping into light poles with piss running down their legs. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I think we're we're pretty screwed, huh? You know, um I don't know. you know the la- I told you this, Alan. you know, I was over at the bank the other day and and I was um chatting it up with the girl at the um the bank teller, and she told me that her mother- in law actually had a flip phone, and she just memorized all her phone numbers. And I go, wow, that's great. She says, well, she doesn't have it in her memory of the flip phone. She just flips that thing out and goes, do, 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 She says she knows... All these phone numbers. I'm like, yeah, that's the way, you know, that's the way it used to be, right? You know, and I tried that back in 2010, I think it was, when I realized that the smartphone had taken away my memory. And I I went ahead and I I took all my phone numbers out of my my phone and I put them on a piece of paper. And I had nothing in my phone, right? And um, so I tried to remember them again. I failed, you know, but... I did make it a point to know the the important phone numbers in my life. I will not put those in and I will dial dial those. So, yeah, at the end of the world I'll be able to call Alan at least, you know. Be like, "I I know your number, dude." Uh, but that's
1: you, you, a, you can get in touch you can get in touch with the only analog being that you even know anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. I am definitely uh, like like you know like Joe Walsh's song, I don't know that that was so so apropos for my life. It's like I definitely am an analog man in a digital world. I'm such a freak, and uh, you know i I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm a circus sideshow at times because I don't have any of this technology stuff. You know, it, it, it you know at times it limits what I can do. But you know, I still kind of live life the old way that I've pretty much known my whole life, and uh, and I've seen the world change around me in ways that I do not like. I, I can tell you that.
0: You know, I find myself resisting changes in the world um, continually throughout, well, my lifespan, right? The first time was in California back in the 90s when they started doing the club card crap. You know, they give you a card and they did this and everybody's like, well, well, you're going to save money. I'm like, well, why are they forcing me to have a card to reduce my prices. Aren't they charging somebody else that, that, that more? Was
1: Catherine Albrecht did, did her senior thesis on that. You remember Catherine Albrecht? I think she was even on RBN. Yeah, that, I can't you know. stand that that, that. that was her thing, oh. yeah.
0: No, I, I, did, I, 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 I never really liked that, that lady. So she was always off in, in some way. And so, yeah, I know we're supposed to stop fighting each other. But no, man, I, I listened to some of the disinformation that she put out. And so she mixes the truth and nonsense all together. But, she was a Harvard hey,
1: well, graduate. Yeah, she was a Harvard was, graduate. Okay. So, you know,
0: that, that kind of makes me leery, but...
9: Yeah. Yeah, she's In one Lego, of those Ivy
0: League good people. <laughs> but anyways, man, so there's so many of these things that I'm running into every day now, like almost every I'm buying coffee now. I don't I, I really should just get a coffee machine. I really should stop drinking coffee probably. Yeah, I gotta I, I,
9: coffee for you when you do it. <laughs> I know, but I don't
0: have anything to make coffee with and I thought about doing well, anyways, it's a different story. Um so everybody wants Freaking you to be part of their club so i go in there are you a member's club i go oh hell no they're like okay five hundred dollars a cup and you're like just my five hundred dollars or whatever they're asking me right they jack it up to an unrealistic thing and they're like come on why don't you just join we all join yeah we're members you are like yeah you're suckers right but yesterday Andy, uh, Alan, I I go over to Kervilia, right? Kervilia is the, you know, sister city of Fredericksburg. It's down the road about a half an hour or something like this. And, you know, I'm trying to kill some time. So I go into the, you know, the big box stores or the reject stores or the super who nobody cares about it stores. And so we sell it here. And I'm like walking through and usually you can find stuff that you need that is, like, stupid in some way, um, but normal in another. And it's at a decent price. And I'm like, all this stupid, normal, weird stuff is all too highly priced. I'm all, this is pretty ridiculous. But I found something that I needed. Oh, a roll of uh, paper towels. I needed a roll of paper towels, right? And I go, oh, I might as well buy it here. It's a reasonable price, and they might work. Who knows? You never can tell if you buy a... $50 $50 roll of paper towels or dollar. You never know. So I get in line and they, you know, I start hearing the the, the pumpernickel that's at the front of the line that's uh, checking people, right? A 20 something year old kid. He might have been 19. He's starting to take care of these people and he says, Are you part of Bobo Bo's Club? And I go, What? <laughs> and, and I go, Oh, shoot. Bobo Bo's Club. Great. And they're like, Yes, and they're no, and they're like, "Would you like to donate donate to the Bobo Bo donation club?" And they're like, push the button on the computer if you do or don't or whatever." And I'm like, watching this, and I'm getting so angry watching these little kids right that are in front of me buying a, a bag of pretzels and you know a little soft drink or something and just stupid crap, you know. And I'm like, and they're like, "Are you part of Bobo Bo's club?" You want to donate to Bobo Bo's donation center, and I'm like
1: going. And Steve, because because most people pay with a credit card, it's like you, you know what it does. It if if you donate to Bobo Bo, it's like they punch a button and it and it ups your social credit score. You're compliant and and you're caring.
0: Yeah, I mean probably, you know it it, it it's annoying. And so you know I did what I uh, well I was getting ready to get out of line. And um, I figure, you know what? That will do absolutely nothing. You know, so I decided I was going to go through the line and through the checkout and ask the kid why he's begging for money, and then turned out. And so I did. I went through. He says, uh, "Oh, okay, you part of the Bobo Bo Club?" You <laughs> know, I'm like, hell no!" And he says, "Would you like to donate to Bobo Bo?" Emma, why are you begging for the company,
9: huh? Siskin? It sounds like it sounds like a it sounds like a club for orangutans.
0: <laughs> oh God! So you know, fine. I said no. I'm not going to buy these paper towels from a company that begs me for money. And then he looks at me like I'm strange, and everybody behind me looks like at me very strange because you know they they're they're social justice warrior type people in this world and they're all we've got one that can see (laughs) yeah I'm sure the the guys behind us gave them money because I balked at the idea of just giving money away so I go into the next store and instead you know they have another store next to them and it's not Bobo Bo's it's Doodly Whippity's or whatever the hell it is and so I go into that one and I'm like oh crap I wonder if these guys have a club. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you better find out, because I really can't handle doing another damn club, right? So, so I go over there and I stand right next to the checker, and I just watch. And everybody's like, there's this big long line, and I'm sitting there watching. And I'm go beep, 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 and they wouldn't engage me, right? I otherwise I would have, um, you know, asked them, do you have a club? And, um, you know, are you taking donations? Right. <laughs> and, and no, they wouldn't engage me. They, I was just the weirdo watching the checkout, right? You know, and they did. And I go, oh, man, no, I'm, I'm out of here. And I go, oh well, why don't, why don't I just go ahead and fill a basket full of crap? Since you're trying to burn time anyway, Steve, you know, fill a basket full of crap, and then I'll go up there, and they can biddle-biddle and, you know, do whatever, ask me the questions, and I'll protest and say, why are you stealing my money, trying to, you know, begging for money? And so I did, and it kind of, you know... Oh, shame on me, right, for taking a corporation's <laughs> time or, you know, wasting people behind me's time. I don't know. I've been played all of my life. And, you know, is it futile? Because, Andy, I know you hate those club card things, and Alan hates those club card things. I bet you most of RBN hates those club card things. But is it time that we get over this kind of crap? I don't know. You tell me, Alan. Well, well, Steve, uh, you know, you know it, it,
1: it's it's the only way that I can, you know, protest against it, you know. It's like, you know, you, you go to Ace Hardware store. Are you a member of Ace Rewards Club? No. Do you want to be? <laughs> Hell no. Okay, we're going to charge you full price, you know. It's like, so right. you get penalized for, for, for not joining their club and giving them your information and everything, you know, and your purchase history and everything else, you know. <clears throat> no, it, no. Um, it, it, this is like during the lockdown, you know. It's like I, I went into, like, there's, there are some, you know, some of the big convenience stores in town when I do go to town, you know. You know which ones I'm talking about, you know. And, and, and yeah. I walked into them, and they said, they said, do you have a mask? I said, no. I, I said, you know, well, well, you can't come in here with a mask. And I turned I, and I looked at them, and I said, I looked at all the, all the monkeys in there wearing masks, and I said, you can suck my, and I thought about it for a second, and I said, <laughs> you can suck my ass, you know. <laughs> and and, 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 and oh, I walked out of the store, haven't been back into them since, um, other businesses that have been in town for for a long time you know it's like i I know me not me not you know uh, going and, and and patronizing their business anymore is just a pimple on a gnat's ass as far as their income is, but you know right. several hundred dollars a year or or whatever I might spend in there you know I, I I've not been back into those stores since they kicked me out because i because I refuse to wear a mask and be a damn monkey, you know. Um and uh, I, I will not go back in. I will not patronize their business anymore. Restaurants did the same thing to me. It's like you know I, I I stood at the window on one of them. You know they said you must wear a mask. You know I, I I tapped on the window and flipped them off and turned around and went up went across the street to another restaurant that would let me in without a mask. You know uh, you know screw them. You know I I it's, yeah, I re- no, I, 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 I,
9: it's, I I'm protesting the only way I can. Okay, well I can relate Alan to that Alan. I can relate to that because when I was in California, I went with a buddy. There's like everybody's wearing a mask and stuff. I went with a buddy through the drive-through of McDonald's, and this woman insisted that she couldn't service unless we were wearing a mask in our car. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And 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 then and then she was talking about all Lunar the contamination tips. and stuff. And yet she's wearing rubber gloves, and she's handling money, and she's not changing her gloves. And, she, you know, it's just ridiculous. But, hey, besides all these clubs and stuff that we're talking about here, think about all the clubs you're actually in. If you're a Republican, you're you're in a club. If you're a Democrat, you're in a club. If you're a Methodist, you're in a club. If you're a Catholic, you're in a club. You know, all these different things, they got us all combined together, got us all separated. You know, Catholics don't really necessarily like everybody, and, 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 and the, you know, you know the Christian, atheist, Muslim, whatever We're all in a club I mean, I can't get out of a club I yeah. think we're going somewhere
0: That's the music Hang on, let's do the break uh, Republic of Texas Radio
7: it's the best around and be sure to stop by our store it's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution
2: hey there are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift
9: what in the world is an ease off drop and lift
2: That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
9: EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419.
2: Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store. Located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina.
4: Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
0: to play a long song. <laughs> I love that song. Oh God. Devo! It's just, yeah, it's so wonderful. Well, the anyways... With, the guys hey, guys with um, plastic hair, yeah. The guys with plastic hair. <laughs> Alright. Hey, Texas to Mike Gaddy. Texas to Mike Gaddy, come in, please. Ah! We got a hold of Mike Gaddy. So... Good deal. You have been contacted, I'm told. So the he, day is. He had, a, he had
1: another powerful show yesterday. You know, uh, You know, Mike Gaddy present. You know, it, it's like when I hear when I listen to Mike Gaddy. It's, it's like listening to my own brain. You know, but he presents himself so much better than I can. You know, and, and, and he's got the experience. You know, he, he's been around. He's been involved. You know, inside and all that stuff. And um, uh, what what the man says is exactly. The, the way I view the world, you know, it's like, you know, you know I, I, yesterday he, 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 he said, he said, you know, he's, he said, you know, God bless, you know, RBN and everything. He said, you know, you've got all these different people on here, different views. And he said, these people that think that the Constitution is going to be their savior, you know, that it's this this magical piece of paper, you know, like King James 2, you know. Uh, it, it, it ain't so, you know. It was created as a control mechanism, and that's what it's doing. You know, everyone... Everyone reverts, and, and they want to say, well, they can't do that. That's unconstitutional. It's like, how, how long have they not but They do, the
0: Constitution?
1: But they you know do. I mean?
0: They always do. You know, it's perverted. Well, well, I don't know if it's perverted. It was designed that way. Uh, oh, guys. Hey, well, um, could...
9: go ahead. Hey. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, I was going to... I was just going to say, well, you could take uh, the archives of Mike Getty and take a long road trip, and it's like listening to a book on tape. I mean, it's just full of information, uh, Mm -hmm. things you thought you knew that you didn't know. He clarifies it for you. Yeah. I'm with you, Alan. I I think he's... uh, I I I remember listening to
1: Mike Getty like (laughs)
9: 10 years ago,
1: and and, and everything he was talking about has pretty much come to fruition, you know? You know, if, if you pay attention... You know, I I remember Mike Gaddy, I listened to him long ago. You know, he was, you know, a, a guest on RBN, you know, on certain on different shows way back when. And, you know, the guy's been around for a while, and, and his learning has continued, you know, and, and uh, you need to listen to the guy.
9: <laughs> well, and you know what? He, he's made his rounds through all these different shows and stuff. I started feeling like, hey, is this uh, RBN or is this the Mike Gaddy Network? because he's been everywhere he's been on everybody's show and because uh, and, and, everybody wants him he's a valuable asset to RBN we're, we're, I'm thankful that he's here
0: yeah that's a, that's a fact uh, hey Art in Georgia hang on um, we'll get you right after the break uh, Republic of Texas radio we're also going to have Dave Kopex <laughs> joining us um, and you know we're going to do the New Year's Eve day thingy hang on be right back <laughs>
2: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
7: You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.